This is From Lost to Hope with your host, Jackie Stubblefield. I walk alongside you who have lost loved ones, health, and home to a place of hope and joy as we study and trust in the truth of God's Word. This is Episode 17, Biblical Assurance of Faith in God. Doubts about our faith usually pick a vulnerable time, especially in distressing moments. We have loved ones who are ill, finances are tight, or our marriage is suffering. Why is God doing this to me? We need biblical assurance of faith in God. The best remedy for this moment is going to be to talk to the Lord in prayer and then going to God's Word to hear His voice as He comforts us. Seeing the hand of God in Scripture reminds us of the reasons for our faith. His faithfulness will stand out as we read His Word. Biblical assurance of faith by looking at His creation. Romans 1, 19-20 Since what may be known about God is plain, to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. God has made His presence known through nature. Expositor's Bible Commentary New Testament says, There are four characteristics noted here. One, it's a clear testimony set before human eyes. Two, the word understood suggests that the revelation did not stop with perception, but is expected to include reflection, the drawing of a conclusion about the Creator. Three, It's a constant testimony maintained since the creation of the world, Acts 14, 17. Four, sorry, three. It is a limited testimony in that it reflects God in certain aspects only, namely his eternal power and divine nature. One has to look elsewhere for the disclosure of his love and grace example to scripture and especially to God's revelation in his son John 1:14 our perception of nature reflecting on its origins and its constant testimony is there for all of us to consider it shows God's power and divine nature but his love and grace is shown in scripture as his son is revealed No one has an excuse for their unbelief. Look at the world around you. See its beauty and let it refresh your soul. Nature could not have happened without God. This is biblical assurance of faith in God. God's power displayed as biblical assurance of faith. Exodus 6-7 I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. The Lord's talking here to Moses as he explains his plan for Israel and his promise to take them out of Egypt and away from Pharaoh. 
He's heard their cries of abuse and wants to free them from their burdens. The miracles that took place with the people of Israel as they left Egypt could not have occurred without God. He was faithful to them regardless of their faithlessness as he is to us. God's testimony assures us in our faith. 1 John 5, 9-10 We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it's the testimony of God, which he has given us about his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about his Son. John says that we do accept each other's testimony about Jesus Christ, but we have God the Father's word about his Son. It can't be any higher than that. This is biblical assurance of faith. When others disbelieve God's word, they're calling him a liar. If this is true, every belief about God is negated. God is not capable of dishonesty. He's not like men with frailties. The more you believe in God, the stronger your faith becomes. He grants more faith to us as we depend on him. God's promises are a biblical assurance of faith. Psalm 145.13 Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all that he does. God promised Abraham he would be the father of many nations. The physical fulfillment came through Isaac, the nation of Israel, and Ishmael, the Arab nations. Spiritual fulfillment is seen in Christians from Abraham to us today. Isaiah 9, 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. In this passage, the Messiah is foretold as a child to be born. This is completed and recorded in Matthew and Luke in regards to the birth of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. When we're tempted to doubt the bearer of our faith, we can look at the promises in God's word that are fulfilled, and it will encourage our heart. We can look back on our lives. When has God been faithful to you in his promises? Memories will begin to flood your thoughts of these experiences. Miracles of Jesus gives us an assurance of faith. Matthew eleven two to 6 When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. 
Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. John the Baptist is being held in prison by King Herod. This prison is in the desert, and prisoners were at the mercy of friends and family for nourishment. Maybe the physical and mental strain was heavy upon John, and he needed reassurance like we do. Jesus sends words to John about the miracles he has accomplished. He adds a point of faith in, Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. The miracles are a witness of who Jesus is, but John's faith is important in the answer to the question. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is a biblical assurance of faith. John twenty eighteen to 20 Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I've seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Now Mary was the first to see Jesus after the resurrection. What a privilege for Mary. Minutes before, her eyes were filled with tears because she could not find Jesus' body. And now she had the joy of telling the disciples what she had seen. The disciples were locked in because of the fear of the Jewish leaders. Jesus appeared to them without entering through an open door. His first words to them were to console and comfort. He then shows them the evidence that the crucifixion had really taken place and he had died. Now he appears to them in his glory and honor of his Father. We need to look more at these passages of scriptures about the Lord's resurrection. These are witnesses of a real event, one that changes lives and gives life. The Testimony of the Disciples Acts 2.32 God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Peter is giving his witness on the day of Pentecost of what he had seen and experienced in his walk with Jesus Christ. He and the other disciples stood before Jews from every nation and acknowledged that Jesus is Christ. The circumstances of that day is a testimony of Jesus. The Holy Spirit came and indwelt the believers, and they were able to witness to everyone, no matter their language. Many came to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Romans 1, 1-6 Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scripture regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the Son of God in power 
by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Paul had come to know the Lord on the road to Damascus in a very dramatic experience which left him temporarily blind physically but spiritually enlightened. He replaced Judas as a disciple and endured persecution for Jesus' sake. He held fast to his faith until the end. The Sealing of God's Promise Ephesians 1, 13-14 And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are called God's possession to the praise of his glory. Once we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. According to Expositor's Bible Commentary New Testament, a seal had various uses, all of which are instructive as applied to the Holy Spirit. It was affixed to a document to guarantee its genuineness. It was attached to goods in transit to indicate ownership and ensure protection. It also represented a designation of office in the state service. The seal of the Holy Spirit is a guarantee that we are in Jesus Christ and that we belong to him. Nothing can remove us from his hand. We have an inward conviction as a biblical assurance of faith in God. 1 John 4:13-16. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. As a Christian, we all have the Holy Spirit. When we're truly thinking about our faith, we know whom we believe in and are aware of God's presence in our life. There will be moments when doubts crowd our mind. That's normal as long as you go to the Lord with it and seek him in his word. This will keep them to a minimum and possibly never return. The Lord is gracious and loves us. Have you had moments when you wondered where God is? I would love you to comment at JackieStubblefield.com slash comment. Please remember to subscribe from Lost to Hope to receive notification of the next podcast.